Welcome to the Keeping It Business Podcast. I'm Adam Payne, a multiple small business owner, business mentor and growth coach, and your host here on Keeping It Business. Okay, sales and sales prospecting, a fundamental part of any business. Sales are the lifeblood of any business, any small business, any big business. Uh, if we haven't got sales, we're dead. You can have the most efficient factory, the most efficient business, the most slickest operations going, but if you haven't got sales, you're dead. So your business is like the human body. Uh, if you can't pump blood, your leads, from your heart, your network and audience, to your organs, which are all your offers, your body, your business, is going to die. Prospecting is the most hated part of the process. I hate it. Uh, or, I, or should I say, I used to hate it. I now look at it as a challenge. I needed to get over my doubts and my procrastination, my fixed thoughts, and push through it, crack on and push through, break through that ceiling. Now, a lot of it comes down to mindset. There's no two ways about it. A lot of things come down to our mindset, and it's around changing our mindset and our thought processes uh, and switching it about. It's easier said than done, but we've got to keep going. We've got to keep moving. Uh, the only way of scaling up your business is to get out of that comfort zone. It's the only way to grow yourself. Now, there are some prospecting myths about um, going through a few here, uh, we have the one and done, spraying and praying. Uh, this is about making a bunch of calls or sending out a load of emails and sitting back and waiting for the responses. Then when we don't get any responses, we begin to believe prospecting doesn't work. Absolute myth. We've got to keep following up all the time, keep uh, being in our customers' minds and thoughts. It's our job to do that, not our customers' job to keep uh, us in their thoughts. We've got to flick that around. I'll prospect when I'm done taking care of my existing customers. Truth about this one, it's just procrastination for not wanting to do prospecting. Again, it's just getting over that thought process and breaking through uh, and, and changing the way we're thinking. It's impossible to have a dedicated time to prospect. Less said the better about this one, what's gonna be the outcome? You ain't gonna have sales. And if you haven't got sales, as I've said, your business is dead. We've made it this long without having to prospect. Well, that one will sink you and the business. And if we provide great customer service to our existing customers, we won't have to prospect. Well, customer service is, is absolutely essential and is a differentiator. But that statement alone should want you to do more prospecting. And lastly, only born salespeople can prospect. That one is absolute BS. I'm living proof of that. I'm not a salesperson. I'm an engineer, operations person, but it doesn't stop me from prospecting. Now I mentioned customer experience, and customer experience is a big differentiator in sales and in sales prospecting. We have our normal uh, areas of uh, sales, marketing, stakeholder management and engagement, our service and our support. All of these have to be brought together delivering slick customer experience. As I said, customer experience is a big differentiator. I mean, recently I was looking at, or have been looking at some premises for the Business Growth Academy. Uh, to do the workshops and the classrooms and actually set up a business style hub. So whilst I've been looking at the premises, I've been using uh, Rightmove uh, from a commercial point of view, commercial property point of view, uh, and see what's about in the local area. Now, when I've clicked onto the ones that I'm interested in, it pulls up saying, enter your details and we'll contact the agent for you. So I've been doing this for 15 days or so. I've been entering my uh, details and then expecting a contact back from the agent. Now, one of these has been the full 15 days 
um, and I eventually had a call from him in saying, would I like to look at the premises? And sorry they hadn't been in touch, but I've been on hardy for the past 10 days. Now I know that that agent has actually got three or four people in the business. So imagine how I feel knowing full well they've gone 10, 15 days without being in contact with me. And, the, and this gentleman comes back or the owner comes back saying, sorry, I've been away on Aldi. So 15 days without hearing anything from them. And I'm thinking, well, why are you putting this on your website, allowing this on your website, allowing right move to uh, take the contact details and get in touch with you, but then for you not to do anything with it? It makes me feel as though, well, do you actually want to sell? Are you actually interested in the commercial property side? We need to ensure from a customer experience point of view that anything that we do, it's correct and we can respond to it. So if we've got a process like that, it should be written down that uh, somebody, when somebody goes on hardy or somebody has sickness, somebody is responsible and accountable for driving that process, owning that process. So we ensure customer experience is covered on everything and in particular online uh, and, con and the contact and detail side, that first point of call. Because it certainly pissed me off uh, in not being contacted uh, in that period of time. Now there used to be a sales mantra of always be closing. Well that has changed now and it's now always be opening. It's harder to open a door to a prospect than to actually cl uh, close the sale. So why is that? Well, it's because we're moving away from the old days of that vendor push, always be closing. The lone salesperson out in their territory with the approach of always be closing, pushing the buyer to buy something when they're not ready. Buyers now demand they deal with specialists, someone they can actually take them through the buying journey to help them teach uh, and help them and teach them. The advent of the internet has meant that the information dichotomy where the salesperson held all the information has changed. Our customers now have access to loads of information about our products or services, which is great, fantastic, but they additionally have information about us as individuals, which elevates the profession of sales. So if you're applying those old school techniques of always be closing and pushing, it through, pushing them down the buying process, you're going to get found out. So we have to raise our game as a business and as an individual. We need to become more responsive to our customers' needs, reverse engineering that back into our businesses. We need to stop gating our content and look to give some of our intellectual property away. This establishes our credibility and authority. Prospecting is not about going after whoever will talk with you or whoever you get rooted to the first time you break through in the company you're trying to reach. It's about focusing on your efforts towards the person or persons with the greatest potential to deliver not just a sale, but also a sale at maximum price. And in this, we have a tactical buyer, which is an economic buyer, and we have a strategic buyer, which needs a solution. Now, an example of that is, uh, from my own experience, is we were dealing with a corporate in engineers, and the engineers wanted a solution. So we were working and worked for a period of time on the solution for the engineers, and we came up with the, uh, the proposal that we were all happy with, uh, so we were just about to embark on the uh, on the journey and 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 start the work, and purchasing got involved. Now purchasing are driven by costs and they're measured by costs, so they start to take things out of the solution to reduce the cost. Well, what happens? The solution is no longer the solution for the engineers, so we've lost it. So costs will always, in my opinion, my opinion, be an emotive subject with a tactical buyer. 
So somebody like a personal department that's an economic buyer, um, not with a strategic one. So somebody that's looking for the solution. So the engineers were looking for the solution, purchasing, get involved, now looking at costs. So we're after that strategic buyer. And every salesperson needs to lead with insight and engage by having a perspective on the customer's world. We need to build trust and rapport with relentless positive intent and business mastery. We need to create value in every conversation backed up with real evidence. Think about your, pro your process and ask yourself, would you buy from yourself? Do you show the motivation? Express yourself without hesitation. Is your voice enthusiastic with every part of your body revealing the same energy level? Motivation determines what you do. Attitude determines how well you do it. So believe in yourself. Now our digital digital brand uh, and our digital strategy is important in, in sales prospecting as well. Your social media pages are yours. So never write, post or upload anything that is not consistent with your business's brand or your professional profile. So looking at this from a business intelligent point of view, I recently did a search when I delivered some sales training live in one of my workshops. Prior to starting the workshop, I did my normal routine of searching online. Uh, the first search I completed was a person I knew very well that was on the training. Here's the shocker. The first social post it listed on Google was the one with the F word plastered all over it, referencing, referencing two football teams. Now, this is what I mean regarding being consistent with your business brand and professionalism. Um, I did speak to that person confidentially and they gave me permission to use this story. I don't use the name though. Um, so remember, it takes a lifetime to build your brand, but just a moment to destroy your reputation. Now, last but not least on this in sales prospecting, we have our digital strategy. We have our online social media platforms and, our, and what we're doing from a marketing point of view. We also have the telephone. And why does the telephone work and why is it important? Well, it's direct conversation with people you want to meet. It's powerful, it's under control. It's relatively low cost approach in reaching your audience. It builds rapport and creates a personal connection and it is the fastest path to cash. So we can't solely uh, stick with digital strategy and online marketing. We've got to pick up the phone as well when we prospect. So we've got two hands, left and right hand. One is social media, one is social platforming. The other one is picking up the phone and reinforcing that fact. For all those reasons, direct conversation, where it's powerful, it's under control, it's low cost, it builds rapport, gets personal, and it is the fastest path to cash. But it is so underutilized. So we've got to get over that side. Uh, I don't like picking up the phone, but I force myself and I change my mindset again, like I said, mindset around it. Now, some value added thinking around uh, when you're looking at yourselves prospecting uh, is some uh, things that I look uh, look for and go through. So, number one, check the company's website. So, check the company's website around the prospect, get some information. Do a profile search on LinkedIn for anybody working at that company or check the company's profile page. Do an actual profile search on the LinkedIn uh, for someone who used to work at the company you're trying to reach and ask them for a phone number. Call the Chamber of Commerce or similar organisation in the city where the company is located. Contact a supplier of the company you're trying to reach. Use Twitter to find the company's handle and any contact information. Check Facebook to find a company's business page. Contact an industry trade association to see which ones they are members of. 
Use HubSpot, Sidekick if you have an email address. Search your own company's CRM system and, and, uh, and files. Um, all that is part of the business intelligence um, side and all helps with the prospecting. Um, so trade associations and things like that are, are great ways. But in, in looking at that, we need to be doing our customer avatar anyway. Demographic, geographic, where they hang out, uh, what are their uh, pains, what are their gains, what they're looking for. Uh, that is absolutely fundamental, is knowing who you are uh, selling to um, is another critical area probably one of the areas that you need to start off with and you may have multiple customer avatars now you can download and, and see a video on how to create a customer avatar on my website which is www.adampain.me um, so that's a little uh, discussion a little uh, extract around sales prospecting uh, why we need to do it and the mindset around it and some of the tips and tricks um, that we need to take on board Thanks for tuning in and remember, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it's the courage to continue that counts.